Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first edition of Chug Cannon Gang, a podcast about Fortnite. And, uh, well, my name's Chris Mead. I'll be one of your hosts, and it is my pleasure to introduce my co-host, Ethan Flint. Hello, Chris. Thank you for inviting me onto this podcast. I'm not inviting you, Ethan. It's it's your podcast, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, Ethan is my nephew and also the person that introduced me to this amazing world of Fortnite. So we thought it would be interesting to do a podcast where I, an old 41-year-old, and Ethan, a devilishly handsome (laughs) and young 11-year-old, talk about our experiences of what I think is a... um, it's a sort of era-defining game, right? Fortnite is one of the biggest games in the world. Yeah, I mean, it's been going on for ages now, and they're always adding new things and thinking about their players, and it's, yeah, it's a massive game. So, yeah, I thought it would be cool to do this podcast on it. I thought it was really interesting because you said, is it like five years old now, something like that? Yeah, when something like that. Um, I'm not We should know this, Ethan. Sure. <laughs> So Fortnite was released in 2017, which means it's four years old, which means it's been around for a third of your life. Wow, that's crazy. But it's only been around for a tenth of my life, so it seems a lot smaller. And I think that's one of the things I wanted to explore in the podcast was the fact that we're coming at this game from different ends of the gamer generation. Me, I've been playing computer games right back from... Uh, spectrum 48k where you had to put in an audio cassette in order to load the game and it took about 20 minutes to load and you're like in a world where you have games on your phone and you can play all the time yeah fortnite was one of my first games that i properly got into and i would really get home from school and be like yes i'm gonna go play fortnite now that is yeah (laughs) How how did you get into Fortnite? Like, how did how did when were you persuaded to download it? How did that all start? So i I was obviously I was obviously like I looked through like YouTube and things, and I was mm-hmm. seeing Fortnite and things. And at first, i I wasn't allowed to play it, and that because slowly, of the guns. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, I was young then, and it was a violent game. But mm-hmm. slowly, as time goes on, my mum just said that I could play it. And yeah, ever since that day, I've enjoyed the game. Because I remember at one point you were not allowed guns in the house at all. I mean, obviously yeah. not real guns, but pretend guns either. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm. <laughs> but you wore her down at some point. I know, you were yeah. Guns. I mean, yeah, just a bit of convincing keep getting it in her head and yeah look where i am now i guess all you need is to get one gun in the house and then you can point the gun at her and say <laughs> can i have more guns please and yeah. she can't do anything about it i know and then as you get more guns you point those guns and then by the end of the uh, day you got loads of guns great well that is a lesson for us all i'm so glad <laughs> that we were able to let other people know how you were able to strong arm ammunition and uh, other weapons into your house um but yeah so so eventually you were able to to download you were you weren't allowed at first but you were allowed to download it what were you playing before then what were your what what kind of games would you um, play before Fortnite? i would say my main game before then was minecraft 
because mm-hmm. I like the creative kind of side of that. And I also played a bit of Roblox for like the gun games. And I feel like Fortnite, it kind of combined that creativeness with that kind of like attack and adventure thing. And I feel like that's just why I enjoy the game so much. Yeah, Fortnite is a bit like a all-conquering juggernaut, really, isn't it? It keeps incorporating new bits into the game whenever there's something interesting. So I think that Fortnite started off as this Save the World game that didn't even have the Battle Royale element in it. Yeah, it was obviously a tiny game then, and then obviously as they added more things, they got more and more players. So, And and what percentage do you think of your friends play Fortnite? Is it a large percentage? Um, oh, I think pretty much all of them do. I know a couple they used to, but then they draw it away from the game. Some of them have drawn back. But I would say a good like 80-90% of them definitely play Fortnite. And what is it about the game for them, do you think? Why has it caught your generation so much? Well, obviously, it's a great game, but I think the main part is how, like, one person gets into it. Then they're like, oh, I want to play with them. And then slowly, it's a good game for, like, multiplayer with voice chat and stuff. So it's just that good game that everyone can hop on and join a quick game. And then some might go for dinner and then another one can join. And then it's just that kind of all-around good game to play on with friends. Yeah. And I guess another thing is that we've just been in a global pandemic and people were home a lot right couldn't go leave their houses um, because of different health reasons and in a way i i suppose this was a bit like a way of socializing with people your own age it doesn't just have the voice chat but obviously when you're playing in the game you you see each other's avatars and it's like it can really help people when they can't see anyone else to just have that sense of communication with other people Mm. something i really love about the game that i didn't realize until i started playing so the idea i mean i think anyone listening to this podcast probably already knows what fortnite is but let's describe the the experience of the game what what happens ethan when you load into the game so you load into the game and you start on a flying battle bus with a hot air balloon on the top yes which they obviously decorate in the different times of the year at the moment it's a santa claus Yeah, very nice. Anyway, so the point is you dive down from this battle bus. And how many players? 100 players. Mm -hmm. And you you dive down onto a massive island. And the point is to loot and eliminate the other players. That's right, Um, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Keep going. Um, Sorry, I interrupted you. (laughs) so that but also uh there's a storm coming in so base so then at the end of the game you're just down to a very little space that you've got to try and use wisely yeah uh, so the storm is like a circle of a uh, playable area which encompasses the whole island at the beginning and then slowly during the game that storm encroaches onto smaller and smaller circles forcing the remaining players closer and yeah. closer together until you get to a point where you have to attack each other so 100 people go in and then depending on the size of the teams you're playing either singles or duos or uh, trios or squads of four uh that only that many players can survive by the end of it so uh it's called battle royale and i think that's based on the japanese film battle royale which is about a group of school kids actually (laughs) that get put on an island and have to fight each other to the death but the thing the one of the reasons i think why fortnite's quite family friendly is there's no blood and guts everyone seems to be a hologram every time 
if you if you yeah. are able to attack and kill someone, they vanish in a sort of a hologram yeah. blue um, sort of explosion. Uh, right? It doesn't yeah. seem to be a person. It's a it's a projection. Uh, my main way of convincing my mum was like, it's almost like you're not actually really fighting the players because it's the idea of how everyone's in the loop and they mm. just keep playing games. So you're not dying. You're just kind of getting ready for your next match. Right. Yeah, this is really interesting. So there's a meta narrative to the game, this story that is being told one week at a time in tiny little in, uh, information bursts and in different ways. And in fact, the guy... Oh, do you remember the name of the guy who writes the story? He has an amazing name. I can't remember it. No. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to find out. Um, I think his name is Donald Mustard. I think that's his what? actual name, Donald Mustard. <laughs> wow. I'm just picturing those parents giving birth to him and they're like, what should we call our kid, our child? And they're like, we know we have our last name of Mustard. Of Mustard. Yeah. What should we call the child? We could call him mayonnaise. Or ketchup. Yeah, ketchup mustard. <laughs> but in the end, they went for a duck. They were like, let's yeah. name him after Donald Duck. Um, so this guy, Donald Mustard, although we, he has got an amazing name and we are making fun of him, he yeah. is pioneering this new way of storytelling where there aren't that many cutscenes or cinematics in Fortnite. the story is told through subtle changes to the island new things that come up so for instance at the moment we are playing um the the island that we played on has flipped entirely over revealing another landscape on the other side and as we're playing now we're starting to see bulges in the earth and these sort of earth movers coming through so people obviously drilling through from the other side of the island now, no one's telling us this. We just discover it as we run around in each version of the game. So the storytelling is done in the background and in really inventive ways, ways that we've never been able to tell stories before. So as someone who really enjoys storytelling as a sort of an improviser and a writer, I am really interested in this new way of telling stories that, are, that, that reach millions of people right around the world. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because it's almost like you're telling a story without telling the story. Mm. So like in cutscenes, there's these tiny little things maybe just on a shelf and then that could completely change what happens in the next season or something. And I just think that's really interesting. And they'll spin off into different media as well. So we've had a comic book series where Batman has been drawn to the island. And when Batman got to the island, he established a base in one of the swamp areas. And then you could go to that area within the game and see what he had worked out. So he had like put on put big uh, maps on the wall and has, had gained information as Batman the detective does. And you were able to run in and look at that stuff. So everything sort of ties together in a really interesting way. But if you didn't read the comics, then... It wouldn't matter. Yeah. It would just be another interesting detail that would just go past you. Yeah, it's almost like mini advertising because someone's going to go and they're going to see that bat, that bat house and they're going to think, oh, I wonder if that's something to do with the comics. And then they're going to get that comic and then they're going to want to get the rest of the series and that's going to reveal more. And it's just, I think it's just a good way of av advertising from Epic Games. Yeah, and that's another really interesting point is that this is a game that you don't buy. You can get the basic game free and 
you could just play it as much as you wanted and never give Epic any money, right? If you wanted to, if you wanted to just have the default skins. So if you wanted to look like a, a default player, um, you'd be able to play it as much as anyone. Yeah, but also I remember, I'm, I think you got the battle pass within the first day and I got it in with, within the first week because like as soon as you start playing a game, you don't want to, you want more skins to pick from and then you see one that comes out of your favorite superhero and then you want to get that, then you want to get like an extra backpack for him or for that person. And I just think, yeah, it's it can really get you quite hooked to getting more things. But this is so totally brilliant. They let you get into the world for free and then you put your own value on those things on the different skins so a battle pass which Ethan mentioned just for people who don't know um you pay i don't know is it like 5.99 it's not much uh, is it yeah yeah it's like yeah like six pounds i think about so, six yeah, pounds yeah. yeah um and then you go up levels as you play more of the game and if you have the battle pass those levels bestow new items on you you can get you can look different ways you can get as ethan said different backpacks different gliders your guns can look different they can be like a christmas tree or um they can sort of be a football team strip or something so all of these options are there but you don't need them to play the game and i think that's really interesting because you know some people are richer than other people but these items are always cosmetic they never bestow any advantage to the game player you could be an incredible player and never actually buy any of that stuff now of course there's loads of peripherals and you know better computers and that sort of thing and that's another issue but the game itself the software is is free and you only pay for it because you fall in love with being in the game world which is so smart especially when you know most people who are playing the game are your age and don't have a huge amount of money to spend themselves yeah i just yeah i think it's really good how well obviously you can get advantages from having a better computer but knowing like some there could be a millionaire sitting out there but that doesn't mean that they're any better than me at the game just because they have loads and loads of skins it's really down to skill at the end of the day And I think that's a central part of what we want to do with this podcast because I'm sitting with my giant 65-inch TV, uh, which is a 4K HDR model with 120 megahertz uh, frame rate and a PS5. And you have a gaming computer that's a a couple of laptop that's a couple of years old and you are like a thousand times better than me. (laughs) So that's, I think, really interesting and fun and i think that's one of the the central things that we want to explore in this podcast is yeah coming from the different sides of of gaming um and and but we really enjoy it and we've got a whole group of people that we play with about 10 of us now that yeah like that it's crazy but yeah and we all talk together and it feels like a good sort of socialization and we are called Chug Cannon Gang. The Chug Cannon Gang, which is why the podcast is called the Chug Cannon Gang. <laughs> and the story behind that is that there's a gun in the game called the Chug Cannon Gun, which is a special gun. Would you like to tell the people at home about that gun, Ethan? Uh, okay, so um, it's a bit, it's basically, it's like, it looks a bit like a minigun, but it's made from slurp. And basically, you can and shoot slurp it is, on... remember. <laughs> yeah. People might not know. Okay. Um, so slurp is like an extra form of health. 
So mm-hmm. say you had a hundred normal health, but you wanted that bit more of a advantage, you can find these uh, different types of slurp and basi- blue liquid. Yeah, and you, you uh, drink those, and then basically that's going to give you extra health to help out in a battle. So the chug cannon, you shoot it on the ground, and it give and it makes a massive splash of slurp. So if all your team bunch up in one place, you could you could shoot it down on the ground, and you'd all and you'd all get some slurp. But I think the best part about it for me is mid battle, if someone's like if one of us is fighting and the other one's hiding, and if they have that. Um, chug cannon they can just be shooting it at the fighting player and that's going to give them a massive advantage in the battle against their opponent yeah that's what i love about it too it's a gun that heals rather than wounds and so it's a great (laughs) it's a great gun for us to have yeah as a as a team we like to really work together and uh look after each other so the chug cannon which is the gun that when you fire gives health rather than takes it away is the symbol of our particular tribe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think most of us are, most of the most of people my age, right? My, my friends and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. really let us talk to people, your friends. You, I, I think possibly <laughs> you are quite rightly a little embarrassed of us, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, in all honesty, I don't really play with my friends as much on Fortnite because I'm always with you because I just like that atmosphere and the chat and when it's when i'm playing with my friends it's all serious they only care about winning they don't care about anything else that happens in the game but with you it's just about spending time together and enjoying ourselves and i really like that part of it yeah that's because we well when we began we were no good so we couldn't really care about winning that much but we're actually getting all right now i think yeah we've we've got a lot of wins ethan's definitely our star player but um (laughs) it's yeah so the reason I wanted to um, do this podcast with you is because it's been amazing hanging out with you a lot more. I feel like we're a lot more in each other's lives than we used to be yeah, um, because obviously we don't live near each other. Um, so that's really lovely. Uh, but also I just think there's so many aspects of the game that I'd like to explore with you. I'd love to hear what it's like being in a game with people all your own, your own age and how that's different in a different episode. I'd love to talk about the storytelling structure. Uh, I want to do sort of every time there's a new season, I want to like yeah. talk about what the changes are and stuff. Yeah. Um, what, what are you looking forward to doing on the podcast? Well, I know this is going to sound really kind, but I'm just, I'm really excited to just spend time with you and just talk about something that we're both really into and that we both have a special place in our heart for and just, yeah, having guests on and things and just talking about it. Yeah. And I guess they're probably going to be other members of the Chug Cannon gang. So you'll get to know (laughs) our extended roster after a while. Um, And yeah, they're from all over the world and different ages and different experiences too. So we think that will be really interesting to get to meet all of them as well. Yeah. So this episode is basically a very short introduction to what we hope to do with the podcast and so that you sort of know a bit about us as well. Um, That's, I think, really all I wanted to do in the first one. Anything else from you, Ethan? Um, no, I think this was a good sum up of what our podcast is going to be. And I can't wait to make the next ones. You've been listening to the Chug Cannon Gang podcast with your hosts, Ethan Flint and Chris Mead. Please subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you kindly and see you in the loop.